listening to Real Conversations and the Brightest Marketing Minds with Jonathan Weiner and Chuck Austin. This is Marketing, Marketing Unscripted. Unscripted. We are back in the studio today with Brian Ellis, Director of Product Marketing Visual Solutions for Mood Media. Brian, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. So, Brian, uh, for the listeners out there, I know you've got a, quite a background. Let's start with a little bit about who you are and what you're passionate about. Sure. Appreciate that. Well, a Midwestern, born and raised initially, started through the ranks uh, as a, a young intern getting experience anywhere and everywhere. That's what ultimately helped lead into working in traditional broadcast television, where I made commercials full-time. Uh, took the lead from the beautiful world of the news industry, jumped over to more of the IPTV, internet protocol rollouts and things of the sort. Focused then more on digital out-of-home measures in the airports, airlines, retail industry. And that's what we're focused on today is ultimately building out-of-home digital networks and ultimately new TV experiences that uh, are revolutionary nowadays. Let's talk about Mood Media specifically. Um, what's your bread and butter? What do you guys really drill down on? Sure. Yeah. Uh, known as, especially as a music uh, industry previously, um, we've been branching out and adding new different touch points such as digital signage in retail, digital signage in different uh, food industries, and ultimately helping enhance the customer experience with the in-store media experiences. So digital signage in media, what does that mean to the person that's not into marketing? Sure, sure. Well, I think nowadays, regardless of wherever you land on the political spectrum, people are challenging news, right? People are questioning who the news source is, whatever it is. So with that, we're seeing a lot of these brands have upset customers. You know, some way or another, you're blue, red, or in the middle, it doesn't matter. Someone in that dining room, in that waiting room experience, whatever it might be, is going to be have a mixed reaction to what's on screen. So now with technology, we're able to actually create short-form television-like experiences that aren't live broadcast. So by locking in partnerships with other content providers, we're able to really customize and make a TV-like show where it could be branded towards that specific industry too, where you're not going to have any competitor commercials or anything like that, and also it's family-friendly great content and ultimately something that people want to watch. So will they watch this in the store, in the mall, or at home? How does that, how do they interact, how does the in-person, in-user interact with the content? Awesome question. Yeah, this is actually in the location themselves. So uh, it's really focused on the, the places where there's a little bit longer dwell time, where you might be eating your burger, where you might be waiting for an auto uh, oil change, where you might be in a healthcare facility waiting to see a doctor. You, you have a dwell time that's a little extended, five to 10 minutes, and ultimately trying to provide that uh, content, that program to you there while you wait. So what's uh, you know typical, what does that look like? Is it a narrative 30 second uh, spot? Is it more of an educational uh, promo? What's a, give me an example. Yeah, great question. Well, I mean, Saturday Night Live, right? Instead of watching all Saturday Night Live, you know, we'll air a specific segment of that. So maybe a weekend update or a funny skit. So typically two to three minutes or so. And then a lot of that short form content. So uh, typically two to three minutes in overall length. And we'll interspice and, and make a pretty cool program. Is it hard to choose the content uh, just because you know, it has to be family friendly? You don't know who that end user is going to be. And there might be some backlash mm-hmm. if they hear the wrong thing from an SNL skit. So there's a lot of curation involved. Sure. Yeah, great point. Yep. So with that, you know, we're editing and watching the clips, so we scrub them. So if there's anything that's maybe religious or political or anything, we just won't air it. But also then with technology, if, say, a certain franchise owner operator doesn't want a certain skit or, hey, maybe that's just not in line with my audience, we just don't have to air that. We could put in some other type of content, maybe more informational content, things of that sort. So I'm seeing this at the gas station. I, that's sure. the first place I've ever 
interacted with this. I, I'm at the pump and I'm watching TV. Yeah. And ESPN, headline news. Is that you guys? Not specifically. I was involved in that previously, though. Uh, okay. Honestly, about seven or eight years ago uh, was one of my first passes at that, where even we're drilling in local weather, right? So you're getting localized content as well, right? You're in Charlotte, you're getting Charlotte weather. You're in Dallas, you're getting Dallas weather, et cetera. But yeah, uh, definitely uh, uh, gas TV there is a, definitely a, a big industry. So you're really talking about my passion. So I'm real excited to ask you. Tell me more about like the process. Like, is it? Do you have an in-house team of producers and 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 camera operators and editors? Are you farming some out? Is it a mix of both? Let's get into something specific. Yeah, sure. Yep, we uh, have an in-house creative team. We take on the creative itself, so we can make that look and feel within that brand line and brand guidelines. So the hex colors, the whole look and feel is going to maintain throughout all the brand experience. Motion designers, 4D, 3D animators. Uh, creative directors, project managers, video editors. Yep, absolutely. So it's a full in-house agency. And from there, though, we work with my different teams and several different teams of programmers and consultants to actually make that pace of that content. So we're not making SNL clips, right? We're not making Yahoo content, but we'll farm that, bring that in with our partnerships there and actually schedule that out. So I'm a decision maker, and I'm listening to this right now. And I want to know, would this work for my brand, my franchise, my business, whatever it should be, what's the pitch to them? What's the benefit that they would receive from this? Sure. I mean, it's TV without the drama, right? So put yourself in that shoe, and is this something that represents your brand? I was in a couple of fast food locations not too long ago, and it was honestly the war, death and destruction going on in Iran. And, you know, God forbid there's some horrible things going on there, but is that what I as a family man want to see while I'm eating my burger in that establishment? Short answer is no. So I would first answer, challenge yourself. You know, not even a sales pitch, but is this representative of what you want that's on screen? Wow. That's, uh, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's not, yeah, right? I mean, sales pitch, it's the human factor here. It's like, hey, give me some good stuff. You know, give me some cool, you know, parachuting content or scuba diving content or give me something. How do I learn to use my device better? You know, while I'm there, teach me something cool, quick and easy, stuff like that. You're setting the mood. Wow. Yeah, that, wow. no, that's how it all comes together. <laughs> you know, I don't spend a whole lot of time in fast food restaurants today, but I totally get what he's saying. Like, why would you want to, you know, enjoy the, the number three supersize with a milkshake and watch, you know, just <laughs> death and destruction, like yeah. you said. So for, you know, the small business owner out there, not the, the Fortune 50, you know, CPG monster that can just probably have a budget to have content rolling, you know, mm-hmm. 24-7 in their establishment, what would it look like for... Joe business owner, right, that has a retail operation, for example, what, you know, how much, what kind of budget does he need or he or she need to do something just to get started? Yeah, great question. Technology continues to become more affordable in the digital science space year over year. There's no doubt about that. Honestly, the, the costs for cable are more expensive than this alternative. So, you know, if you're putting something out there over the air of satellite or, or traditional cable, uh, this offering will be less than that. So really the only investment is a screen. I always recommend a, a nice uh, high-def screen. Uh, that could vary. You know, you could get a commercial grade, or you could always go to a big box store to get that. But uh, ultimately, just a, a screen and, and the monthly service is less than cable. So what size organizations, you know, to start? What's the smallest? I mean, I know you could do any enterprise mm-hmm. uh, or across the world. Uh, but what, where do you start? You know, who, who is the beginning candidate for you guys? Sure. It's honestly anyone with that waiting room experience. You know, if you're eating, if you're waiting, if you're going to see a doctor or anything of that sort. So, I mean, it's a small footprint. Uh, you know, there's a, a local Mexican place around the corner that wants to air more soccer and sport content. And, and they fun. can do that. And easily. And exactly. So we add just all that type of content for them. 
No Jimmy Fallon, no other fun clips of that. They just want the soccer type of a, a, a content, and we provide that for them. Whereas so can, the other, like a healthcare, for example, they don't want any of that, right? <laughs> this is really interesting. So can that person, okay, that Mexican restaurant, that example, could they say, well, we want uh, international soccer. We want this type of content to kind of meet the mood of our restaurant to kind of fit in with that ambiance. 100% right. And that single location that's not gigantic, they're not a multi-location franchise, they can choose that content. And so you all have put this together in a way that you don't really have to, you're not splicing it, it's just automatic. Yes, 100% right. So we have different programs built ready out of the box. Right. Uh, typically a small media device will go behind the screen themselves and your phone might be larger than them, to be honest with you. But then, yeah, that's the ability to customize the program. It's like an iTunes playlist. Yeah, sure. But video. That's really cool. Because, um, you know, you were kind of going to where I was going next was, you know, when I think, uh, like, when my neighbor here is a plastic surgeon and people are waiting um, to see him, they're going to typically watch some sort of educational video about him or his practice. And if it's done correctly, it can it can yield some nice returns. Uh, too many times I see it not done correctly in, in the healthcare provider offices, but but that's it. And then it kind of loops. Mm-hmm. And what's your your solution? could have a piece of that mixed in with other recorded content and you can integrate the two. So you, you if I'm in the waiting room for what's the average, you know, waiting room a long time in, in a medical <laughs> office, an hour sometimes, you're not watching the same thing over. Do I did I get that right? Hundred percent right. Yep, absolutely. There's some really neat technology pieces that we could still put program buckets, but keep that randomized so that actual file will appear new. For a quick example of information, you're not going to see that same info spot over and over, but that programming could remain the, the same where it's 25% of the mix. Well, you know, in that example, let's say you go into a dentist's office, um, you probably don't want to hear about dental the whole yeah, daggone time because yeah. what's going to happen is your anxiety level is raising before you get in there, and the outcome probably... Uh, it, it may not be as good, and your experience may not be as good. So should you be put at ease and have your mind distracted? Because maybe that video in office, that's what brings you in the office. So they're receiving that media outside the office. They're already there for a purpose. Mm-hmm. So now it's time to kind of put them at ease and let mm-hmm. them remember that experience. Because when you hear a song, it brings you back to a place. When you smell a smell, it brings you back to a place in time or a memory. You're going to remember that experience, whether it was good or bad. And, you're, and this is locked into your subconscious. You just can't, unless you're going into therapy, you're not going to be able to change that. Yeah, That's a really good point, Chuck. I mean, I just had a root canal last week. And, um, you know, the one thing I would disagree with you is we don't want to steer them from not doing their own content because then you're cutting into my well, yeah, business yeah, model, yeah. of course. But, <laughs> yeah, right. um, but well, no, I meant before. before right. The after. Right. No, that's yeah. such a good point because I was thinking, you know, why would I want to see some drill you know, hammering a tooth before I go in. If I'm anxious, like you said, imagine I was watching an ad for Sandals Bahamas, right? And I'm watching, you know, the beach and and the ocean. That would that would totally relax me before it's the like drilling started. You guys started. were on the last call I was on talking to a client because you're nailed it 100. percent Right? To be honest, you're right. And especially healthcare, it's lower the anxiety. No bells and whistles. No prices right. No Jimmy Fallon. No, none of that. You're 100 percent right. What, what's a healthy living tip? You know, what's exercise routines that I can maybe do in my house? What are those type of pieces? They, yeah. They're hungry. Even DIY content right now in healthcare is just, again, get your mind off this. I don't want to know. 
I blew out my ACL a couple years back. I did not want to see anything knee related, but no matter what, when I went in that experience, like, here's your knee. Here's like, right. oh no, I that's, get goosebumps just thinking about it. Right? That's awesome. Were you asking me what a healthy tip was? Or no, oh, no, oh, but that's oh, the type okay. of content that is. You yeah. are you are very strong. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. No, but no, but that type of content is that what they're looking for? Is like you know a new recipe that you can make at home. You know, here's a couple of little a fun you know, upbeat way to make that, or here's some cool exercise you can do. Not so much of here's the tooth that's going to get drilled, or here's your ACL that's going to get retied. That's, we, yeah, we that's fascinating. A football game, and at halftime, you know, they're shooting T-shirts, you know, up there, little Joey's, like <laughs> throwing the football down for a contest. You know, right. they're congratulating, you know, the armed forces. You have cheerleaders, music pumping. You're all happy. You wouldn't turn on CNN and watch something about a war, you know, right. in right. another country um, because it would bring everybody down. Yep. And it makes sense. I, I think it makes sense at every level. Yeah, and even on that topic, too, localize the content. So I'm talking a lot of national type of pieces, but interspicing and adding localized content like the local sports teams, what's the high school football doing around here, here's some basketball trends. That is also what's easily to add in these type of programs where it looks and feels like Charlotte's you know, TV. So this is a natural progression mm-hmm. from the company that you're with. It's a natural progression because they were doing this with music. Correct, yep. And that's still, still do, very yeah, strong, yep. Yeah, that's still viable. But video is is really the natural progression. Correct. Yep. It's that it's that next slice of the pie, and as that technology and that price point to enter becomes more affordable for a lot of brands, small, medium, or big, uh, it just makes more logical sense to step in and do this, control your screens, get rid of printed material, things of that sort. Uh, digital is the way to go. Yeah. What percentage though is the is I know it depends on the client, depends on how much they're broadcasting in in the in the waiting room per se, but. What percentage roughly is the mix between, you know, pre-recorded content that you're distributing versus content that you're either producing yourself or having produced for that business? Well, give me that makeup. A yeah, little sure. Bit. Great question. And honestly, I would focus that on more the dwell time of the audience. So if it's a quicker turnaround time, then, you know, we'd want to look at what that pace of that content is or what the frequency is. But let's just for this example, say an average dwell time is 10 minutes. I would want to make sure that that spot is in at least two to three times during that visit. So does that look like a 30 to 60 second spot? You know, that's something that at least someone there while I'm there, I could see that brand messaging while I'm that consumer with that brand already. Um, a lot of folks, you know, would, would complain that, you know, they're not getting the online website traffic that they used to. This is another forum to get your message across, show your audience, show your folks what you could bring to the table and use digital signage to help reinforce those messages too. Are you presenting other brands uh, and other ads while they're sitting there watching? And does that reduce the fee that, that the end user would pay if they show other brands during that time? That's awesome you say that. So it, I've been part of several different models before where it's an ad model and you know folks think they're going to be getting, getting rich off of that. Uh, short answer, you're not. But you can offset that cost. So sure, absolutely. Folks are working in advertisements. Uh, there's more digital out-of-home sales teams out there that are working in advertisements, but usually those are have restrictions, meaning for the healthcare example, don't air X, Y, and Z, or we don't want to go in this type of vertical. Planet Fitness or a health type of situation, that would look good. Let's sell into that and bring that into this environment. Maybe not so much a pharmaceutical ad or something of that. Let's talk about the pain of, of what you do a little <laughs> bit because we're all super passionate. We get it. We're all in very similar businesses and that, that overlap. So... I mean, I'm excited to hear you. I could listen to this all day long, but let's talk to let's talk about the pain that you have in your role 
in marketing, trying to uh, maybe integrate with sales. Again, I don't know your process. Where, where are you struggling as, as, a, as a director of marketing to get the word out or to engage with your audience? Yeah, great, great question. It, with technology, it always changes. Too. Everyone wants the latest and greatest. They want the next shiny thing. But with that, there's always a cost, right? So as some of these price points continue to lower, they want the next thing. It's always trying to balance what is sort of the next thing to go after or what we need to sort of maintain and continue to throughput. Uh, another piece here is people always want new content, right? They want something different. They want something new, want something fresh. So our content is always searching and always looking for the next providers uh, to, just to help influence and enhance that experience. So if it's more sports content, more entertainment content, more healthy living tips, stuff of that sort, our customers are asking for always more, more, more. That's the kind of world we live in now, right, is we consume the media at a crazy rate, especially when you have folks revisit. I'm sure that plastic surgery example, someone's going to come back to that experience. They don't want to see the same clips give them something new. So it's always more content and more depth. So now how do they interact? Do they have an Apple TV? Is there a special box that you all provide? And it's it's just basically IPTV. Yeah, IPTV, exactly right. Yep. So it's a small media device that we would send that's connected to an online content management system. That online content management system is ultimately where all the files are shared or where they could intersplice their own commercial elements and things of that sort. From there, it's pushed out to different streams. So stream being maybe it's a dining room experience. Maybe it's a kid's playground. That's two different content streams, right? Two different content strategies. I want more kids' content in the playground area, not so much in the dining room. Point is, we'll have two media players, two different channels. All that content goes in those two different zones. What's the number one industry that you guys work in? Is there one that sticks out? Sure. QSR has been extremely strong for us, uh, but healthcare, to be honest with you, is, is just been absolutely exploding uh, back to that waiting room uh, the feedback and even around here locally too you'll see in some of the healthcare facilities where it's a custom waiting queue as well is integrated in that so where you are in line to see the doctor especially if you're with loved ones who are waiting you can see where they are in order but then ultimately yeah the healthcare uh, industry is just booming right now yeah i really see this as an interesting concept to even dig into what i think a majority of business owners use is is some sort of um, you know, culture video or brand video on their website. So where, uh, you know, sometimes we educate, we see things poorly produced at the five-minute mark that's just going nowhere and, yeah. and people clicked off. I'm wondering if a three-and-a-half-minute uh, video was put together professionally, like, like from my studio, but, every, you know, there was like three 20-second ads in between that made sense for that business. Because, you know, YouTube does this, obviously. When, mm -hmm. they, when they promote or push your content, you, you're going to get advertising attached to it. But just to keep them engaged for three and a half minutes, it could change it up. I don't, I don't know what that looks like, but that's got me thinking. Chuck, what do you think? No, it, it's an interesting concept. I mean, you can take it a lot of ways. You guys have basically just taken, gone from music and, and blown it up. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it, it, it's a mind bender, actually, you, because you don't really think about it. Because when you're at the gas pump, you're at the restaurant, it, it it doesn't need to be obtrusive, right. and that's I think that's the whole point. It's it's kind of this ambient thing that you may focus your attention on. Correct, and you might just want to revert to looking at your phone. Right. Uh, but it's the same thing like in the airport lounges and things of the sort. You know, there's different touch points that hey, it could just be more atmospheric type content of crashing waves and wavy grass to lower the anxiety, or digital artwork that's really cool and abstract. Then maybe it's more weather focused than other. Maybe it's more sports and media focused than other. Point being, it varies per touch point. So tell us, what is something interesting that probably none of us know? What's an interesting metric or yeah. statistic about what you guys are I doing? I mean, this is being measured by Nielsen. 
right? Just like radio, just like broadcast, Nielsen now measures digital out of home and audience and impressions. So more than ever, brands are looking at ways that how do I get more eyeballs? TV's maxed out, online's maxed out. I could do only so many YouTube clips. This is a new vertical, again, with that structure and measurement of even Nielsen providing those metrics. So now, what type of advertisers? So if you're a local advertiser, Mm -hmm. so someone based here in Charlotte or Chicago, Atlanta, can they get as an advertiser? Can you? Can they be on your platform if they have professional, you know, produced content? Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I would always want to ask the brand, you know, because we're ultimately putting that in front of their establishment. But uh, short answer: Oh yeah, absolutely. And a lot of folks are doing that. So if you have something that, let's say, I'll use chiropractors, and this is going to sit in chiropractic offices on their TVs. If you have a complementary product to what they do, but they don't offer then that would be a good fit. So you really have to have this complementary product. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Short answer, absolutely. But same back to our other conversation. Like, I don't know if I want to see all chiropractic and someone getting bent in half and stretched right, while right. I'm about to go get a, no, a drill I'm, in my neck. Right? Well, what I'm saying is if you're at the chiropractic <laughs> yeah. office mm-hmm. and it's like a health supplement yep. or something like that, or if you're at the gas pump, it's this auto repair or maybe the BMW uh, dealership in town. Absolutely. Hyper local, especially because, I mean, you're not going to, if you're in Atlanta, you're not going to be wanting to talk about San so, Francisco market. Exactly. Yeah. You just got me thinking in terms of cross branding that three or four businesses could partner up to produce a 10 minute spot and they each can share if it made sense, if they all integrated with each other, for example. Easily. Easily. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. So we're almost out of time here. I did want to touch uh, when Brian came in the studio, Chuck, he handed me a, a handful of business cards. I felt like I was at a networking event in the same fashion. Just put I, in a fishbowl and pick one I win yeah, every time. Right? <laughs> That's funny. And same with me. I handed him like three business cards. So let's talk quickly um, on, is it Chi-Town? Chi-Town uh, Podcast. Yeah. yeah that, that talk was about a, that. Yeah. Ultimately, uh, similar concept. You guys, you know, hey, there's right. good stuff out there to capture. It's an original storytelling uh, out there that's available. Same deal. So I just pretty much hit the streets out there. Uh, was eventually able to get a producer status with the mayor's office, got in the air show, met bands, behind the scenes, everything, and just really getting some cool original content that we do a, a multimedia program with, which would be sometimes some short-form video, but also working with a, a weekly podcast. Are you still producing it? Not at the moment, now that I moved down to Charlotte, uh, but looking to uh, get back engaged in a few different ways. Awesome. The, the library is still alive and some funny stuff out there from a lot of great comedians like even Adam Carolla, Amy Schumer, you name it, but a lot of stuff up there. Very cool. And uh, this Waldo's Journey? Oh, yes. yes Tumblr? Yes, yes, yes. Just the same deal, a little more of original storytelling. So got this little toy here that you can't see uh, over the, the radio, but ultimately here uh, a small just little traveling figurine that I like to engage with people wherever we're at, have a little story about that, then post that up and, and share their story. So it might be the local diner learning that, you know, waitress has been there for several decades to, you know, going in the fields of Indiana and looking at the wind fields and, and seeing the story there. So just uh, something a little different out there. Wow. Brian is definitely the renaissance. Sounds, man. <laughs> so, um, Brian, best way for uh, somebody to reach out to you? Sure. Yeah. You know, anyway, uh, email is always, I always prefer, and people are like, oh, you can give email over. But yeah, I, I respond to it, right? So, brian.ellis at gmail. That's E L L E S at gmail. Uh, also out there on brianellis.com. You can contact me there and uh, look forward to talking in any way we can. 